both of them like, there's a lot of punk rock hate. People made fun of Avril Lavigne too. So like I feel like they probably bonded because of that. They were like, we're both the most hated people in punk rock. <laughs> like who is more hated in punk rock than Nickelback? And Are then considered punk rock? I don't know. They were like early 2000s rock. So yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what qualifies as punk rock. Punk rock. I think your punk rock if your music video features you doing something in high school. <laughs> I think that's I think the main. Consider punk rock if you still have the style from when you're in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very punk rock. Guys, live from the studio. I'm Jimmy Seleski. Merrick Glazer. It's been a while since we've actually introed it. I know. I think we keep forgetting. Especially, to... especially on a solo cast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Has been it hasn't been a solo cast for a minute, dude. Have you seen? Have you seen? Did you have you ever been inside the liquor store? I mean, the liquor store bathroom, dude. I didn't know they had a bathroom. <laughs> so before, right when we got here, okay. So I was getting Burger King earlier, right? And the liquor store that we go to, uh, Top but, Shelf Liquors, yeah, Top Shelf. In I almost got a button by accident. That's that one in Lutherville. That one kind of sucks. Yeah, it's, it's like weird good. old white people own yeah. it, and they're fucking just cranky. And they look <laughs> like they probably quit heroin like five years ago and just want to kill themselves. It's like, oh, I guess I can't do heroin anymore because I'll die. <laughs> but now life without heroin isn't worth living. <laughs> so I'll just fucking be depressed in a liquor store all day. But nah, Top Shelf's dope. Um but their liquor store is like it, they stock stuff in. I mean, no, their, their their bathroom, their bathroom. They literally have like boxes and crates of like liquor and stuff. Yeah, which is crazy because I'm like I'm like sitting in there taking a shit and I'm like, <laughs> dude, that's how the skyline bathroom is. Have you ever been in that one? It's yeah. I don't know why. Why is it a thing that liquor stores double use their fucking bathrooms as stock rooms because is they, that like safe can you do that no it's not safe dude like literally i know the sign says employees only but like they're not paying attention yeah. i fucking cruise in there i'm taking a shit and i'm sitting there like dude i could like it's all the shittiest liquor too it's all like burnett's and like the worst wines and stuff yeah. like that so i guess they're thinking like all right if we lose anything to like rogue shitters it'll be the burnett's but <laughs> i just i mean i didn't i didn't touch it but they have they have like they had an impressive selection of air freshener they had like seven bottles seven different flavors of febreze <laughs> i was like this is this is wild they gotta keep that stock too dude all those shit particles touching all that liquor <laughs> yeah that's the other thing just there's no way that sanit that was the other yeah. thing i was thinking i was like <laughs> so really you could literally just piss all over all those bottles that would be like that would no be like if i know. went to a restaurant dude, and they're literally shit in there and just spray it with those six different Febreze's and no one would find it until they had to figure out why people were buying Burnett's and restocking. That's that's why Burnett's is the shittiest vodka because it's literally flavored by fucking people taking a shit spraying it's one fully. of the flavors of Febreze. It all and starts then. out as regular just Burnett's vodka until someone takes and a shit and top use it in a liquor store bathroom. And then, they, and then they just put like a grape label on it. Here you go. This yeah, is Burnett's great. is actually just like a craft vodka. It's crafted by just rogue shitters and Febreze. Don't worry, the vodka kills all the germs, but it's you just still get like, the taste. Like when you think it's just such like a like it's a good thing. No, but that's what I, that's the other thing. I I feel like I feel like owning a liquor store would be if I were like a former ex heroin addict. 
and I had to run a business to con to like <laughs> I watch choose alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying liquor stores have got to be the easiest thing to run. It's not like you have to worry about shit expire. Liquor never expires. Oh yeah. And you can have liquor sitting there forever. Like it's got to be the easiest thing when you're doing inventory and shit. Mm-hmm. You just fucking fuck it. I'll, if I have overflow, I'll put it in the fucking bathroom. I don't give a shit. I'm just going to keep <laughs> running it. in the bathroom. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, oh my God. Well, the only reason you wanted to go shit was because you left your phone in the car when I was at Burger King <laughs> next to Top Shelf. That's not why I, I went to go in. shit. But, I, but dude, I wonder if you left your phone in the car on purpose so you could go shit. You're like, yo. <laughs> I need to take a shit. <laughs> I'm going to need my phone for this. <laughs> I don't want to forget it at the studio. <laughs> oh, it was cool. We got some coffee, too. Coffee yeah. is very key right now. I, I it got is. got like two, three hours of sleep last night, I think. Where are you going to put 544? I've been on uh, shoots all week, dude. We've been doing. We're at. We've been doing projects uh, all across Baltimore City. We've been doing some interviews at some schools with principals. Is this all for the same project? Um, yeah, it's all for the same project, and it's gonna play. Uh, we're doing like interviews for an award ceremony that uh, is gonna play during the award ceremony at the like someplace downtown, one of like the big auditoriums. Fucking, I don't know. So this whole week, <laughs> what do you have to do? Like interview them before school starts? Is that why you're gutting up so early? Like no, I mean we get we we have to be there when the school opens because we go in to get like footage throughout the whole day and then get the interviews and. What's the award ceremony for? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I should get that too much. Oh, true, 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 true. It's <laughs> confidential. Yeah, I mean I don't know how confidential. I just don't like you know ask those questions because I feel like true. people would be like. Uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> You've been interviewing <laughs> principals for the past week. <laughs> I mean, it could be. It could be. Have you only have? Okay, so so you go there. Are you interviewing principals and teachers and shit? Like just random ass teachers and principals and stuff? Um, not random ones. Like they, I think like five principals like get this award every year, and uh, we just kind of. We got hit up last year to do it, I believe. I wasn't really involved then, but now this year, you know, I helped out. It was cool. Got to really meet a lot of, like, really inspiring people just because, like, you know, a lot of the schools in the city don't get, like, enough money. True. Like, the money that they need. And a lot of people, or, like, a lot of teachers in the city, you know, they end up in the city because they don't really care in the other places. Well, that... And apparently, when I was looking into it, city teachers make more than, like, county teachers. So a lot of times, but they, like, I mean, honestly, if I were faced with a decision, I'd probably opt to teach in a county school. Mm-hmm. But they, like, I can imagine maybe some of them go there for the higher pay. Because apparently Baltimore County doesn't pay shit. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been That's what I've been. Looking yeah, into. I mean, like... It's crazy. Teachers don't get paid shit, like... In general. In general, yeah. That's why, like, half the housing all over the place has, like, teacher credits and shit, so you can get cheaper rent. Oh, do they they do that? Yeah, because you don't get that much money to teach. Um, 
but yeah, it was cool, you know, like uh, getting to see like how these positive influences affect the kids and in that community and kind of see how that could kind of change it and, you know, turn the whole place around. It was crazy though. We were at, um, we were down like over past Greenmount, mm-hmm. over like, like East North Ave. And, okay. uh, and like, there's just like a school in the middle of like all these fucking half like abandoned blocks. Like some of the brick houses, like the walls just fell out and you could see inside the rooms and shit. And then there's just like this school in the middle of it. And this, lady had been there for like fucking 30 plus years uh you know just trying her fucking best and uh you know it's like it's crazy that that like it's the school is now like what is keeping the community alive like in its which is the reverse support. of how it should be yeah exactly which is the exact but that's okay so okay i've been i was like really curious about the whole like public school issue recently and the thing that surprised me, and I don't think a lot of people know this, but the, th- the thing that's really surprising is that city schools, like they do, they, Maryland delegates their school funding on a per student basis. Mm-hmm. So, you, so for every pupil you have, you get a certain amount of money. And then they add like additional stuff, whatever, like, but it's based pretty much primarily on a per pupil thing. Baltimore City schools receive more money per pupil than than Baltimore County. I think I think they're the second most highly funded per pupil uh district in the entire state. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting there and you go to one of those schools and you're like, how? It doesn't make any fucking sense. You're like thinking like where does all that money go? Yeah, and I mean like uh like the schools that we visited were definitely like, you know, they're winning the awards for reasons and like mm-hmm. They're, they're are they really like on the better to... are they like better schools or are these mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah and well i mean it was like a mix of everything and uh but i don't know like it's it's also a thing of like a lot of these schools are in food deserts so then like the school will then be almost like a food pantry for the community so like they need funding for that like a lot of students in the city like are in like the low income and need the food programs and like you know like some schools even offer breakfast lunch and dinner because they know their students like uh like dude i ever heard a kid say he had juice for dinner the night before like it's crazy you know and that that's that's the sad thing to think about it is when you talk about okay so they have the same amount of funding per pupil but think about how much more of their budget goes towards things like that you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, exactly. think about, like, you know, if Towson High School has X amount of dollars delegated to it. You also got to think about, like, all those schools in the city are old as shit. Like, just yeah. the, like, reconstruction and, like, refurbishing or rehabilitating of those buildings and, like, changing out the, like, the pipes and all that other shit and, like, getting the sprinklers up to di- updated and, like, even just, like, buying computers and shit. Mm-hmm. Like... Mhm. I don't know. It's just like it's 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 a bigger issue than just like like uh like oh they're getting more money than the county schools because in the county schools like 
we're getting by without it because we're getting, you know, like all the fundraising money too and like a whole bunch of other shit. Well, like, it goes back to what we were saying before, which is in in places like where we grew up and we're very lucky for it mm-hmm. to have been this way. But like we said, the community is what makes the school a better place rather than vice versa, mm-hmm. you know? And so Dumbarton Middle School, Hampton Elementary, Towson High School were great schools because the community around it was in a position where it could it could it could provide that type of place for the children mm-hmm. and i i feel lucky for that but then and you go down to the city and it's like it's fuck it's like that's that's i guess where all the money's going and it it's not it's not a bad thing it's just kind of a sad thing more than anything yeah and then you think about how much of that money is also absorbed up in like I think like administrators, I think like city school administrators are paid like twice as much as county administrators. Like yeah. I think some of them are paid up like six figures, like hundreds of thousands of dollars, while the same position in like a county school might be paid maybe 60 or 70 or something like that. That's crazy. And so like all this money is being pumped into the system. But, you know, first of all, you have to deal with what we just talked about. But then you also have to deal with the money is getting like eaten up at the top. By the time it makes it to the fucking kids. They got nothing to work with. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, That's uh, the real fucking issue. It's crazy. What are you up to this week, Jimmy? <sighs> Let me think. I've been spending a lot of time prepping for this boardy thing tomorrow. And by a lot of time, I mean I have not practice at all <laughs> for this boardy thing tomorrow yeah dude you got a noise complaint from your neighbor <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i was like all right i guess i gotta wing this yeah, one dude, then <laughs> dude i can't believe it, dude like jim so tell the story I don't, don't well they, they the basically so i've just i've just been you got like a letter in the mail yeah i get a letter in the I mail <laughs> lately i've been really i've been really feeling like the whole working from home thing like i've started to kind of like delegate out like okay what things can i get done at the studio versus what things i can get done at home and it turns out most of the shit i do here does not need to be done here in yeah, fact 100 yeah. percent of it <laughs> like it's not like i'm sitting in here fucking recording drums every day like most yeah. of the shit i do is like getting facebook debates <laughs> fucking like like just like i'll send a lot of emails it can be anywhere sending emails like just shit that i can do from home so i've just been doing a lot of shit from home so i just move my slowly i just started moving shit over there first i started with my guitars most of my guitars are at home and i was like fuck it instead of practicing without an amplifier why don't I just work from home and practice with an amplifier in my apartment <laughs> complex? So I started bringing that home it's to the point now where I just bring my computer home every day, which is pretty, pretty rad. It's pretty cool. I feel like I like, I feel like I like hacked life or something like that. I'm like sitting there in my dining room with my desktop computer. I'm like, I just beat the universe. I don't know how this works. But anyway, I just been, <laughs> I just, I just sit on the balcony when it's a nice day. It's hard not to. And I, that's, that's why I'm a little bugged by this complaint. But it was like the first nice day of the year, and I was like, well, fuck it, I'm going to go on the balcony and just fucking have a couple drinks and just practice electric guitar. And I'm out there, and it's like midday. We're not talking like a 9 p.m., 10 p.m. type thing. We're talking like 3 p.m. at the latest. I think I stopped at 3 p.m., <laughs> or I think I at least turned it down at 3 p.m. But there's like guys doing construction, like like typical shit. You yell at people, like, free burns, fucking yeah. play that. <laughs> 
and I'm playing, and then all of a sudden, coincidentally, we get a very generic, I guess, passively aggressively worded, worded letter on our doorknob. And it doesn't say anything saying that, like, we got complaints. It just says that uh, residents have been receiving complaints. And then, and it doesn't say for what. It just said for, like, noise. And then it's like, we would just like to briefly remind you of the noise clause. And then they provide three segments of the noise clause. And all three are like, uh, residents may not practice a musical instrument like during like during these hours residents may not schedule a band rehearsal blah 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 blah. residents may not do this i was like this is clearly this is clearly about me yeah like i can't think of anybody yet first of all that's like that's like the weirdest that's not a typical noise complaint yeah. anymore. that's a very 1994 <laughs> noise complaint like this fucking band <laughs> this fucking grunge band in the apartment next to me will not stop having band rehearsal like that, you don't have that anymore dude so you know it's me who the fuck else is, is Fucking sit, there's no one else in my apartment complex that's just sitting up there at <laughs> no 3 p.m. No one else knows how to play an instrument <laughs> in your apartment yeah. complex. <laughs> so I knew it was about me. And I was like, you know what? This is kind of... I only did it like one day. And I I don't know if that thing was on other people's doors. It was probably only passively because they probably couldn't tell exactly what apart, apartment it was coming from. It was kind of a bummer. But I totally get it. I totally get it. Like, I can't just fucking be playing electric guitar. But at the same time, I was like, come on man like it sounded like i thought a lot of shit i was playing sounded like really good which is a thing you know yeah, like yeah. I, like like come on if it's 3 p.m and somebody's blaring nice ass music like yeah. you think like all right 3 p.m friday afternoon maybe i'll maybe i'll hear some music nope no thanks dude that's the world where we live in today i get it i get it so don't so that, that's i guess the only thing i have to come to the studio for anymore now to fucking let loose some fucking riffs. Mm. Some we recorded. Licks. We recorded a track at. Um, I'm actually pretty pumped about this. We recorded a track. My brother's doing his final, like project for CCBC. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't know how, cause he's definitely not been there long enough. But anyway, I think he like wound up signing out. They don't give a shit at CCBC. He's just taking a fucking class and it wound up being the class that lets him graduate. It's like a weird fucking loophole. It's a weird clause. (laughs) Weird loophole. You can graduate college in two credits. Fucking on a porn ad or something like that. (laughs) Well, what? He's been, has he's been there for like two years? I don't know how long he's been there, dude. You never know. I never know how long somebody's actually been at CCBC because I feel like you can be at CCBC. I think the normal plan is like you do it for two years and then you finish at like, because you get like instantly transferred into any Maryland university or whatever. I guess I just assumed that yeah, that's that would be the that would be the definite way to go. I don't think the majority of students do that because yeah. it's not like you get free admission. I mean, free free uh, tuition. Yeah, so you still got to pay super, for it. You know, super affordable though compared to everything else. I think. What? Um, I mean, CCBC. I meant, I meant like once you graduate CCBC and then you get automatically uh, yeah. accepted to like Maryland. Yeah, it's like yeah. you still got to pay like ten thousand a year, yeah, which is yeah. like. I can't fucking do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But I don't know. Do they would they give out like scholarships and shit in that like if you do well in community you know, college I, or like I don't know. I feel I don't know how the value system works, but I assume it's probably a value system in which I definitely wouldn't succeed. But <laughs> I imagine <laughs> like I'm just being honest. But like I don't know. A lot of those things it's like like, for instance, Harvard University. 
you can't transfer to Harvard. You have to get accepted and go yeah, there as a be freshman. There all four years. Which is crazy to think. I respect it in a way because it's like, all right, like you're serious about your product. Because I always did think that was a weird kind of thing where like I could go to like I could go to like Frostburg State University for like three and a half of my four years of school and then transfer to Brown. I don't know yeah. if this is actually definitely possible to yeah, do. I don't know if you can do that. But either. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I can. Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah. If, if you don't have a no transfer clause, like in theory, I could go to Frostburg State for three and a half years and then transfer to Brown my last semester and graduate with a degree from Brown. And I look like a fucking G. Meanwhile, I took like fucking chemistry 101 my senior year <laughs> at Frostburg. I don't know. But at the same time, it's like, who the fuck is actually at their peak of academic prowess at the age of 17 i understand a lot of people are but like sometimes i think about it I'm like dude if i were to go back to school right now i feel like i would kill the game in school right now because i could actually approach it with like a mature state of mind instead of just not giving a shit i probably still wouldn't give a shit which is why i'm not going back yeah but i'm just saying in theory in theory it's like i can't believe oh and then you think about that and it's like your senior year of high school doesn't really count that much because you're already applying to schools at the end of your junior, beginning of yeah, your senior yeah. year. So it really comes down to your freshman, sophomore, and junior year. 14, 15, 16 years old. Like, really? I was just playing Pokemon four years ago. Yeah. And now I... Now <laughs> I was playing Pokemon four years ago and lying about it. <laughs> yeah. Because it wasn't cool at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and now my entire fate of whether or not I'm going to graduate from Harvard is decided from, like, that shit. It's just kind of crazy. It's almost like... It's like, I get it. It's cool. But at the same time, it's like, dude, if you're peaked at 18... I don't even want to talk to you at 24, dude. Like, I don't know what you have to offer me. But at the same time, maybe you just got that much doper. <laughs> who knows? It's always a possibility. It's always a possibility. I know a lot of people who haven't. I know a lot of people who peaked at 18 and just, if anything, they've just gotten worse. True. Which is, uh, I guess, I don't think that's, I think that's more common than, than we'd think. Oh, for sure. I'm kind of excited for our 10-year high school reunion. I am too. Just to like see what everyone looks like. <laughs> I'm starting to run into people, and this is a weird time. I'm starting to run into people at like bars or wherever, mm-hmm. and people are actually starting to look like adults and not in a good way. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is I like I can actually see what people – because like you know how like you look at a person – and it really comes down to how they view how you view them. But you can look at a person and they either have like a man look or like a young, or a guy look. You're either a guy or like a man. But I'm starting and it really comes down to like how old you look. But I'm starting to see people and they look like what they're going to look like as like old people, but they yeah. just haven't gotten old yet. Yeah, yeah. They still they don't have the wrinkles in their yeah. face yet or whatever. Yeah, they have the I guess that's I guess that I mean, it's not like a wild observation we just came across. But like, yeah, we're yeah. starting to look like what we're going to yeah, look we're like. we're starting to lose our baby fat. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's really what it comes down that's to. That's what it comes down to, I think. I'm kind of liking getting older. I, I kind of like I kind of like uh, man manhood. I think manhood's pretty cool. It's just weird to think that I'm like a man now. Yeah. My boss called me a man the other day. That really fucking tur- threw me for a loop. Hell yeah. I was talking to some woman today. We were like, we were drinking at Soros's and the, these two like older black ladies, they were like sisters and we were just talking to them 
for a long ass time. And then we wound up going to Towson Tavern with him and getting a few drinks with him there. <laughs> and she was talking to me when Ricky went to the bathroom about like, so like if you guys, well, she actually brought it up very awkwardly, like mid conversation, not awkwardly, but like it was funny because she knew she, it was like a, it was, like, that's one of those questions. Like a faux pas. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, it wasn't like she didn't know what she was doing, which is what made it dope. Yeah, but well, she, she knew she was doing it. She was like, couldn't get it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, so you guys getting married? Blah 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 blah. And then we like, I swear to God, it was the funniest shit. And like the way I reacted to it was like, I like kind of hesitated, didn't know what to say, and just kind of played it off and like gave it like a three sentence answer, and then immediately diverted the subject yeah. to like something else. And it was like literally like <laughs> oh gotta go literally uh, like piss <laughs> 20 minutes later we're in the middle of an entirely different conversation and her sister goes and we were just laughing about something her sister goes oh and by the way that hesitant answer you gave about the wedding thing you haven't heard the end of that yet trust me <laughs> <laughs> like nobody 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 forgot about that i was like damn you fucking fried me shit fried dude but we were talking about it when she went to the bathroom when Ricky went to the bathroom and, and I was like, yeah, I'm 24. And for the first time in my life, I normally, when I tell people my age, I usually expect people to go, oh, well, you're still young, man, blah, 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 blah. But she was like, I was talking about getting married and she literally said, I said I was 24 and she literally said the words, oh, well, I mean, it's not like you're that young. Like you could definitely, <laughs> it's like, you're supposed to be on my side on this. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> like, I what? That is not what you're supposed to tell me right now. It's not what you're supposed to tell me. Holy she's God. just being honest. That's the thing. I'm turning 25 in like three years. It's like, okay, I always thought I'm going to have kids by the time I'm 31. What's that? Six years? Mm-hmm. Six fucking years, dude. I'm going to be 31. And then... And then what? I don't even feel like... I don't even fucking feel like... I don't even feel like that's a thing. It's just so crazy. It hasn't even crossed my mind. Like, the fact that my boss literally was like, you're a... Res- like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm sitting here in this office talking to a man who blah, blah, blah. And I was like, just call me a man. Uh. <laughs> just like, all of a sudden made me think differently about myself. All of a sudden, I was very embarrassed about being in the office. I got to tell you. I gotta tell you, it like changed. A man in the office. You don't be a man getting sent to the office, dude. Really? Who the fuck? What man do you know gets sent to the office? (laughs) Really? Uh. (laughs) Fucking! I just, I just every time, every time that shit happens, I just imagine my dad sitting in the office, (laughs) getting yelled at by my boss, and being like, "This can't be my life anymore, dude. I gotta make a change. Gotta make a change." But yeah, I, I, I gotta say, I, I like, if anything else, I'm happy to a degree that I always, we always just say in high school, we were like, yo, trust me, the guys who like had beards when they were like freshmen and shit like that, like all the guys that like peaked in high school, they're going to start looking old, blah, 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 blah and we're going to be fucking crushing it, still looking like young ass dudes. If there was anything we were right about, dude, that was is that, that dude, was that, sure. dude. We were so for right sure. about that. So right. I'm so pumped. So pumped for the 10-year anniversary. <laughs> but the only thing is, first of all, our class is, like, fucked up. Like, we didn't have a five. We had a six-year. So, yeah. like, I don't know if we're going to do, like, an 11-year or, yeah, like, a nine-year now. Dude. Like, that's, I feel like that's the easiest it's thing. Up. 
How like how do you fuck that up? How do you fuck up f- a five year reunion? You Who's... do it in twenty fifteen. We graduated twenty. We had five years. Such an to plan easy thing. You could have like... made a phone call during senior week and just locked it in right there. Like guys, we got it booked June twenty first, twenty fifteen. Let's get back to drinking. We're seventeen. You could have done it, but you didn't. I don't know who's in charge of that. I'm assuming. I'm assuming uh, the class president, which would have been, I guess, Jr. But I just, I'm thrown. I'm thrown for the fact that it was six years. I'm also blown that I missed it. But at the same time, I'm not. <laughs> because five years wasn't far Five years enough. too soon. It's too soon. Everybody's still. Everyone's still fucking up. Like, like the yeah, especially the six year. The mm-hmm. six year is like the first year. I would say four years after high school, maybe three or four, you still kind of socialize with people of your graduating class. Yeah. Like we would still go to like Towson High School not ta- not Towson Highs, but like people from Towson High School parties, yeah. like people our age, and then all of a sudden I just noticed we just completely stopped. Mm-hmm. Like nobody, like we don't, those don't exist anymore. Like everybody's with their like post high school lives now, and I feel like that just started happening maybe like two years ago. And so last year reunion was just kind of too soon because it's like, dude, we were just like at fucking Aaron Hartman's party three months ago, and I saw you. Like I don't. This isn't like a me catching up type thing, mm-hmm. but ten years—that's gonna be dope if we if we wind up being dope. Yeah, dude. that's the main <laughs> thing. That's the main. Dude, thing. we're gonna have like over. Who? How many more years till that? Three more years. We got three years. We have three years, dude. We're gonna have over a thousand episodes of this podcast it's, by then. It's just weird. That's just if we have. Uh, like a hundred <laughs> episodes on each listen, and we have a thousand episodes. That's ten thousand listens. I think, <laughs> I think you're using the word episode and play interchangeably, dude. There's no way if we're doing fifty episodes a year that in three years we're gonna have a thousand. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking that we do one every day. <laughs> you literally said the sentence, dude. If we get ten thousand episodes per episode, can you think about how many fucking episodes, episodes that is? <laughs> I was like, does Eric know that? Does, what is? He? I'm having an episode. Sorry. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have. That's the other thing. It's like three years doesn't seem like. Three years, like when you think about it, you're like, it, it, it really comes down to how you think about it. Because sometimes when you think about three years. <laughs> yeah, well, because you were saying like six years from now, you're going to be like 31 and that's like so soon. But also like six years ago from now was like. I was 18. Yeah, dude. So depending on how you think about it's that. a long ass time ago. It's a long ass time ago, but also. It's not that long ago. Exactly. It's like it's like the, it's like this double thing where it's like, okay, there's like times when I'm like, oh shit, that was a long ass time ago, and there's other times I'm like, that, that like what I don't even know what the fuck happened between then and now, I'm just like what, it's just like it all comes down to how you fucking think about it. Hell yeah, <laughs> it all depends on if you think about it in a good way or a bad way. Yeah. And honestly, people, uh, <laughs> take that with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put that one in your pocket. Definitely. No, it's oh, accurate man. though. I guess I I think I think either way. I was about to say either, but it just didn't seem right there. Yeah. I'm glad either you way. Stopped yourself. Yeah. yeah. Would have jumped up and thrown <laughs> my coffee. <in> <laughs> <laughs> I think either way there's no way 
there's no fucking way that in three years we're not at least going to be pretty fucking cool ass dudes. Hell yeah. I, I have full confidence in that. That's the only thing I put confidence in. I'm like, dude, when I'm 27 though, of course I always thought that way. Yeah. I, when you I was like, you're going to be dope at 24. <laughs> when I was nine years old, my like, when I would think about high school, my image was like me just pushing a girl up you're against a locker, crushing just crushing, just like imagining what I looked like when I would be 16. Like, oh my God, when I'm 16, yeah, I'm going to be so Crushing it with like some yeah. crazy jawline, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. <fucking> mustache, <laughs> <laughs> like wow, wow. <laughs> Dating the fucking head cheerleader, or whatever. <laughs> and that's the other thing, and people do talk about that a lot. But like, just the fact that when you're 14, the 17 year olds literally look like look old as fuck. They look like adults, and then now when I'm like 24 and I look at a 17 year old, I'm like, dude, you are young as fuck. Yeah. It's just so fucking weird. It's it that's that that's that theory of relativity coming through, dude. There's like little ass examples of that in everyday life and that's one of them, dude. It's all fucking relative. It's all where you're at compared to where somebody else is at. Hell yeah. And that's why I think we're going to be fucking good in 3 years. Hell yeah. It's all fucking relative. It's all relative, dude. And there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. I'm not you're not the people we're around aren't going to be cool ass dudes when we're 27 i don't know what exactly that means i don't know if that means we're fucking famous i don't know if that means we're fucking highfalutin she used that word today one of the old ass black women we were hanging out with she used the word highfalutin (laughs) i was like "Ooh, that is a blast from the past i like that i'm gonna start i'm gonna throw that in once on the podcast it's a good one (laughs) highfalutin wow but what i mean what could possibly happen and not make it like we're all we're cool dudes right now if we if we don't stop doing that, dude, once we get a single sponsor on this podcast, our heads are gonna get oh. huge. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. I just want to get to the point where when I take a picture, I look like okay. You ever look at a like it's a weird picture of yourself and you're like you fucking piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, that that too, <laughs> that too. Because I am not photogenic at all. I might I know, be the same. least. <laughs> I might be the least photogenic person I know. But that also, I think everybody thinks that about themselves. Probably for sure. Because when you're looking at a video, like when we look at a podcast video, like you're you're paying way more attention to yourself. To just you, yeah. And you're just like nobody. But everyone else is just like looking at the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. And not even like examining exactly. it that close. That's the weird thing. It's like, dude, no one else is gonna be looking at you as much as you're looking at you right now. Exactly. Like, chill the fuck out. Stop looking at yourself. <laughs> it's just one of those things. I fucking I had to call out a dude one time at like an open mic. Cause he was just like saying shit like the whole night about like big and up, big up in himself and like, like going up to people and telling like just like inserting himself into their lives and just being like da 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 like. Uh, Is he I like was, a guy starting out or? Nah, it's I don't even I forget who it was, but I just remember being like, <laughs> like you know, no one thinks about you as much as you think about yourself, right? <laughs> <laughs> And everyone just burst out laughing. Uh, <laughs> so everybody was on the same page. Was that was that on stage or was that just in like just a, outside? <laughs> dude, that is sick. You hit him that face to whoa. That's baller. That's fucking baller. That was funny. That was funny as hell. <laughs> 
I don't know. I feel like I just have like weird tall person confidence <laughs> because that's true. Like I just look down on everyone, well, most everyone. <laughs> dude, that is a thing too. Dude, no, it's fucking dope. Being tall. Yes, being, being tall, tall is. So I remember. Cool. I remember being not tall. I remember tall. being short as hell. I remember being like five six in eleventh grade. That was the worst. And then thing. the next year, I was fucking six one. It definitely it was amazing. It definitely changes. I was your... like, "Yo, I'm finally gonna get ass." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate to say they're <laughs> correlated, <laughs> but I think they might be correlated. They might be correlated. I, I tell you two things that are definitely, definitely, undisputably correlated: is being skinny and drinking versus the amount of ass you get over the course of time. I wish somebody would have told me when I was in high school that all I really needed, and this is, okay, I almost don't even want to say this because it's going to sound fucking weird, but I mean this in the least weird way possible, and I want people to take it in the least weird way possible. Once I just started doing, once once I started just like drinking outside of school, and I think what really comes down to is just doing shit that girls do. Girls also drink out of school. You know what girls didn't do? Play football in the Donnybrook parking lot. Girls didn't do that after school. So there's no fucking wonder I wasn't getting asked because I was doing that after school. You're in no vicinity of any girls. So what I was originally going to say was, dude, all you really got to do is just drink a lot around girls. But then that was going to sound super rapey. So what I really meant was all you really got to do is just do shit outside of school, which just so happens to be drinking, going to a bar, you socialize, all of a sudden... And and Go also, to a bar. <laughs> also, get out of seventh period. <laughs> get your backpack out of your locker. Go to the nearest bar. That's where all the high school girls are right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and that's the other thing. That's the other thing. I really didn't start getting ass of any notability until I was almost the age to go to the bars, and I think that's because I was. We were never like hot prospects at a house party. I think because everybody already knew of us. Like, there was no way we could walk in there with, like, a fresh image, you know? The dopest thing ever was when I started working in Columbia Cheesecake. And I swear to God, just the ability to be in a place where nobody fucking knew me. And I'm 19, I think maybe 20 years old at the time. And just to go in there and just... It wasn't like I was inventing myself because I didn't change anything about myself. But people only knew who I was based off of that forward. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was so much different than like the people who knew who I was when I was like 14, 15. Yeah. Like, you're a fucking clown. Like, <laughs> no, there's no way. Like, I think of, now that I'm older, I think about it from a girl's perspective. And I'm sitting here thinking like, why didn't anybody in high school hook up with me? <laughs> but now I'm thinking of it from a third person perspective. And I'm in like, little class, you just be like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, even if they thought you were attractive. Girls, girls are so much more about the fucking status symbol. There's so much more. It's 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 weird because it's like two different things. Because I feel like you can. Uh, well, oh. everyone in high school is just self conscious, and they just want people to like them. So mm-hmm. then, like, if you're like in any way gonna like hinder that like quest or goal or whatever, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it's weird. Because it does kind of work in reverse. I, I guess I guess the hardest thing, again, you just got to be able to fucking see things. You got to stop being in your own head and look outside of the box and be like, oh, okay, well, this is how they're seeing it. They're seeing it as like, yeah, sure. He might be like 
good looking guy, but he's also a fucking joke. And I'm not <laughs> fucking gonna hook up with Jimmy Seleski and I'll have all my friends be like, doesn't he doesn't he fucking like do the fucking troll voice thing and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't he fucking like get on the ground and like put his legs behind his head and fucking do the fucking <laughs> <laughs> Like there's no fucking way. No fucking way. And I don't blame you. But a lot of you guys aren't looking that great these days. And I don't give a fuck. Cause I am. I'm looking great. And people forgot all you about be, the old Jimmy Selesky. You should be so lucky. And and the reason I thought about actually I didn't think about this because of that, but originally when I, I the reason I ran across that song 1985 was because uh, I've been practicing a lot for this wedding I'm playing in May, and I think I was learning like Stacy's mom, yeah, which is a great song, yeah. And yeah. and the the video, the the girl is fucking smoking, dude. And it's a good song, like it's a classic song. I feel like if that yeah, that's a song you don't really hear broken out in like the bars very much, even though I feel like if they were like to blare it like lights out like last call or something like that i feel like people go insane for For that and like in in a couple years they'll play that shit yeah because they're just starting to play i think like backstreet yeah and they start to overdo it at a time like Uh the the whole the whole like point of a throwback is that it's supposed to be a throwback like it's supposed to be something you haven't heard in a while yeah and you don't play it every week but they fucking play that shit like at eleven fifty three. Yeah, if you're gonna do like the fucking like every day. Yeah, expected nineties throwback in the end of the night when everybody's ready for it. It's just like I don't know, I'm not gonna lie, it still works. And there's a lot of fucking times when I'm at the right point where dude you start putting backstreet first of all, I love the backstreet boys. So you can put backstreet boys really anytime for me and I'll fuck with it. Like oh, for sure. comes on the fucking radio. They were a great Backstreet was dope, and sync was dope, dude. Mm-hmm. Me and my brother had dope. all those fucking CDs. It was fucking good. We had fucking matching Walkmans, <laughs> just fucking trade CDs, their hip clips. <laughs> but I'm learning, so I'm learning Stacy's mom, and in the related videos, this song comes up, and I'm like, I have this aversion to this song. It's like a psychological aversion, because when it first came out in 05, I really, really liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. And when I really liked songs a lot when I was younger, what I would do is I would sit in class and just copy the lyrics down for them over and over again. I would just pull out notepads and just write them down. Hmm. And uh, I was sitting, I won't say her name, but I really, really had like a big-ass crush on her in seventh grade. We were sitting in English, and she was sitting at my table, which you know how like in, in like school you would have a table when it was just a bunch of desks put together, yeah. and that was like the four people that you like, basically new out of yeah, that class yeah. like I was those saying. are your friends in that yeah class. <laughs> so we were sitting never talk to each other outside of it but yeah exactly <laughs> and so i'm writing the lyrics to this in the middle of class and she like looks over and sees me writing it and she's like "Ooh, jimmy why are you writing the lyrics to that gay ass song <laughs> like like why why for, and then she like went further and was like why are you even writing lyrics down right now it's so fucking like blah 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 and this is the girl I like really, really fucking liked. Like yeah. I was real into her. Damn. And dude, I swear to God, ever since then, I feel like a fucking pussy if I listen to that song. <laughs> it has not gone away. That Damn. thing stuck with me forever. And I don't think I ever wrote down lyrics in class anymore. And I think that's a good thing. 
I think that's a good thing because at a certain point, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird, like, to be doing that in it's high school. It's a little school. weird, but also, like, who knows? What if, that, like, if you kept doing that, I would eventually wrote a new Stacey's mom song. <laughs> it's cool if you wind up becoming, like, dope as fuck, and then you're like, and then that's, like, on your ESPN True Hollywood story. Like, you used to sit in class and write lyrics on papers. And one day, a girl... You got called a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> in her defense, it was kind of gay. Like, <laughs> it is kind of gay. I'm not going to lie. It is kind of gay. Like, whatever. I used to make, like, mixtapes with just, like, five songs on. Because that was... I mean, downloading MP3s back in the day, for me at least, was hard as shit. You got slow-ass uh, yeah. internet connection. It took like 10 minutes to download a song. Like, to get a song was a move. Like, now it's like, if I'm thinking of a song I want to put at the intro of a podcast, literally within 10 seconds, I have that shit downloaded and up there. Like, yeah. decent quality, whatever. And it, it, that, that shit's insane to me. It's actually, it's actually kind of taken away from the value of music because I remember, like, if I liked a song, first of all, before you had to that, buy the whole CD, you had to buy the whole CD, or you had to wait until it fucking came on the radio, which I remember doing. I literally remember being a kid and sitting next to the radio in my room and just laying on the floor, and it was a it was a boombox, so it had a CD player and a tape player, mm-hmm. and I put a blank tape in. And I was just taping the oldie station, getting ready for American Pie. Because I heard it on the radio like earlier in the day. And I was like, I have to hear that song again. I have to learn it. And I fucking sat there and just laid next to the thing for like four hours. And I keep taping it. And, but, but, you know, you get bored over four hours. So I hear another song I like. And then I just start taping that, you know? So, like, one song starts playing. Ooh, Temptations. Like, oh, I really like this song. Of course, I'm a kid. I don't even know any songs. But I just hear it, and I just start taping it halfway through. And eventually, like, three and a half, four hours later, American Pie starts. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is it. I fucking press record. And I listen to the whole song. I'm, like, super pumped. And I take the cassette out. And the tape had stopped, uh, I think, like, a fourth of the way through the song. Oh no. Because I had taped too much other shit prior. Yeah. So I taped all the shit and then I finally got to the song and then halfway through the song I wanted it just went out, dude. I was like astonished. And the fact the fact that right now I could go on the computer and have American Pie playing out of these speakers in in no time. Yeah. It it just it does take away from that, dude. I fucking love that song. Believe me. Yeah, dude. Do you, you gotta remember, love like, a song. Do you remember fucking like VHS taping shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> shit was wild. Just it's, like waiting exactly for the right time to record it, and then pause it on commercial breaks, it, and then record it when it comes back, and then like not even watch what you recorded. You just like wanted to do it <laughs> just in case. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. It, I I I swear it. It really does. It really does take away from the amount you appreciate something i mean i just remember like like i said i would make these little cds with like five songs on them that took me like three hours to download on the computer because that's how fucking long it took to get music if you wanted it and i mean that cd was the shit to me and now it's like i mean but the other thing is is like i was also a kid you know, yeah. like, am I going to do that shit now? Probably not. But also, I don't know, because I've never been this age during that time. I don't know what I would have done at the time. I'm fucking glad I'm this age during this time. 
for sure. I'll tell you fucking that. I'm sure people who were 24 at that time were probably thinking the same thing. I've but, been glad about my age all throughout my life. Yeah. It just feels right. It makes yeah. sense. It <laughs> makes sense the whole time. Like In any other context, I don't know if it would work. But yeah. in my life, it works. Mm-hmm. It does work. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just weird. It would be weird if I was three years younger. I just don't feel like I would vibe with that crowd. Do you ever think about like if you were just like if you started school a year earlier or like a year behind like who do you think like if like who do you think you'd hang out with like what kind of fucking path you'd be on like who would you sit with at lunch who'd you fucking hang out with after like high school like all that shit well you know i i'm think as you're saying it i was like thinking my original thought was holy shit like your entire life could be decided. But also... Yeah, exactly. But I don't know necessarily if the trajectory of your life changes or the or the screenplay of your life, but I definitely or just think... just, like, the plot points The change. characters change. Mm-hmm. I think that's the main thing. I think that, like we've talked about before on the podcast, the person you are attracts the people that you're going to attract, the people that are on the same level. So I do think that if I went to school a year earlier, which I actually could have done because I was actually fairly young. You and I both were fairly yeah. young like, for our grades. Yeah, yeah. I think like we were one of the last like batches of kids to like start school that early. I think they changed it a couple years later to make them start pretty late. Like if they're born after August or something, yeah, yeah, they yeah, had to yeah. wait like another year. But at the same time, like I'm thinking, well, it's just, it's just so hard to kind of like trace... And connect the dots between all the different factors in my life, you know? Because I'm thinking, like, okay, some of my closest friends were, like, Will Beckman, a lot of guys in the wrestling team, which I, I, I mean, a lot of, most of the, like, guys in the wrestling team were, like, a year or two younger than me. Because, like, nobody gave a shit about wrestling my freshman year. Nobody gave a fuck. I wonder, it's just like a weird dynamic. Like you, you have to wonder like, what would have happened? Who would have been my, who would have been the, the, the girls that I, cause like your entire life is just controlled by the situations you're in. Like you think about most of our friends are just our friends probably because they were the ones that were like sitting at our fucking tables in class. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have a fucking English class with Mahedi and all of a sudden we're friends. It's not a coincidence. It could have just as easily been fucking some other kid in 2011. Yeah, dude, could have been Bilal. I would have been Jake Shuley. That's who I would have been. That would have been me. Jake Shuley. No, I know. I mean, shout out Jake Shuley. Like, it's not a bad thing. It's heavy with Towson talk this episode. Hopefully, like, all of the people that we run into, like, in real life that say they listen to our podcast actually listen to it because they'll enjoy this episode. They will. They will. And (laughs) if they actually listen to this and aren't just, like, blowing smoke up our ass when we see them in person, I think. Oh, what do they post on Facebook? Oh, yeah, they have a podcast. You know what? I take it either way. Either way, because what what you really mean when you say, I, I fuck with what you're doing, is I see that you're doing something. Yeah. I think that's the main thing. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, there are plenty of people that are artists that I know of and, you know, plenty of people who I recognize are doing their fucking thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what the fuck exactly you're doing. Like, I'm not following your day to day. You know, I'm following my day to day yeah, and you're following sure. yours, you know? And so I yeah, don't expect yeah. you to fucking know what, what our podcast is about, but there's a lot of people who definitely know that we're doing it. True. Which is all you can really ask for. Half the battle. That is half the battle. That is half the battle. And then one of those days when you're sitting back and you're like, Ooh, episode 56. I wonder what that's about. Towson talk. <laughs> and you're fucking hooked. <laughs> Hopefully by like 
by the time we get popping, people will like they'll like like the new shit and then work their way back and yeah. then they'll already know all the characters in our lives. That's <laughs> that's true. It's like, kind of like a Star Wars. Well, actually, they're working their way backwards. That would be weird. That'd be weird. I imagine once we get super popping, we just release the podcast as a Netflix series and then people follow it from episode one and just like by the end, everybody's talking about the ending. What's going to happen? It's like, I don't fucking know. We're still doing this shit. Yeah. Thanks Will for catching up. Leave that garage. <laughs> you think we what wouldn't be here anymore? That Korean lady. I <laughs> came in on episode 83. Kick them, them out, Michelle. Episode <laughs> 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 Why was there just a bunch of angry Korean language in episode 89? Sounded like they were just getting scolded, but in a different language. (laughs) I served a table of Korean dudes. I always go for the guests. Whenever I get a, like, multi, not multi, whenever I get, like, a ethnic table, like somebody who's not white or somebody who has an accent, even if they are white, I always try to guess where they're from. Like, not just awkwardly, yeah. where, like, I'm like, hey, my name's Jimmy, and are you from Sweden? Like, no, yeah. I fucking hit him what with, are, like, I, we're in com- black? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just get in a conversation halfway through. I'm serving at this table. It's four Asian dudes and um, this, like, tall-ass, really light-haired, white guy, like, European guy. Mm-hmm. Like, accent, and the other guys are barely speaking English. I mean, they're speaking English, but barely. It would be like if I was trying to speak, I don't know, something I can't really speak that well. <laughs> That'd be exact equivalent. But I'm sitting there and halfway through, I just decided to go for it. I'm like, hey, are you guys, I thought about this for a little bit. I thought I heard a couple sounds that sounded like Japanese. Mm-hmm. So I was like, guys are Japanese. I don't know what sounds Japanese. Dude. Yeah, they just, yeah. it must've been the sentences they were saying at that time. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, we're Korean. They were like really disappointed. I didn't know. Oh. And I was really disappointed. I didn't know because I was like, I felt like I had to like make myself. I was like, no, you don't understand. Like, my best friend's Korean. Like, I know Korean. Yeah, blah 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 blah. Konsumida. Should have said that shit, man. I didn't. <laughs> I just played it off. But the other guy was uh, from Sweden. He was kind of a dick. He's kind of a dick. It was <laughs> Is a that first. You said Sweden earlier. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Oh, That's she's so in my fucking yeah. head. He was from Sweden, dude. And and you know. It's from your head, dude. <laughs> it's just. It's one of those things with him. He was like one of those guys, and I don't know if this is like a European thing or if it's just like all the people I've met from Europe are like this, but they're always ready to fucking fry you for no reason. <laughs> like he was just ready to make me look like a fucking idiot at any given moment. Maybe it's like a complex they have, like a like we got to make this American guy look dumb type thing. Maybe. You know, I don't know what it was, but like he was asking about wines and like there are just certain people who just go way too far with it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I've been working in I've been working at a, a restaurant business for a long time and I can tell you I've never had a person who makes a big uh, scene about tasting the wine and like smelling it and like swirling in the glass and and and, and mm, swallowing it pausing for five seconds and this will do I've never met a guy who did it that wasn't a dick yeah you just can't do that without being a dick the way a grown the way you're supposed to react to that is you're supposed to respect the formality you take yourself too seriously, you just look like a fucking douchebag. Yeah. You just look like a fucking douchebag. Like, make a joke. Make a fucking joke. Don't, like, I'm selling you... I mean, dude, I brought you out a $36 bottle of wine. <laughs> 30, it's not super cheap, but at the same time, it's not like I fucking cracked open the 
the catacombs for you and just yeah, for, oh let me this from some 1796 George Washington cork this and you gotta fucking <laughs> tell him mm, yeah it tastes like wooden teeth no, dude <laughs> he asked me to like describe a wine and he asked me to describe like a red blend and I was like uh, I don't know I, I literally had no clue but the key to the game is you don't you let don't them say know that. you don't yeah, know what you're exactly. doing I'm not gonna be like well actually sir I have no fucking clue yeah. you are wasting your money on me no I fucking sit there and I'm like, all right, it's a red blend. Just pick three of the red wines, you know, rattle them off. I was like, oh, this is a Merlot, a little bit of Chianti in there, and a little Pinot Noir. And he goes, well, Chianti isn't a grape, so it can't be that. It just looks at me. And I was like, I guess, um, yeah, it's definitely not Chianti then. Um, and he was like, you know what, I'll just take it. And I was like, Damn, Cold. Dude, Cold. I was so fucking dick. I was so taken aback. I went to the back. But it's but think about it this way too. Like he could have also just not said that. He could have waited for you to go away and be like, mm. which is what you're supposed to yeah, do. Exactly. You're supposed to talk about people behind their backs. Yes, yeah, like a good if person. It's a mean thing. You don't say it to their face. Like I get it. <laughs> like I felt bad because there's a certain amount of pride in there where it's like, okay, Jim, you do this every fucking day. You you spend a lot of time learning about this shit. Not wine. I don't give a fuck about wine. Dude. I like yeah, liquor. Yeah. I'm a big fan of liquor. <laughs> but I don't have a wine bar. But, <laughs> but you know, you should know that Chianti's not a grape. All right. I went back. Wikipedia did it do, real I don't quick. Even know Chianti is, dude. Wik- I, I, it's it's a type of red wine, but it's made out of a. It's a it's a type of. Um, I think it has to do with what region it's grown. Mm-hmm. Sangiovese is one of the main ingredients in it, which is a grape. I hope this Swedish guy is not listening to this podcast right now. Fucking phones in. Actually, the Sangiovese is not a grape. Fucking damn, you ruined See, my whole show. It's a olive <laughs> that tastes like a grape. Anyway, I go through the back it's and I Wikipedia this. This, this is why I know this. This is why I know this because I was so taken aback. I was like, you know what? Let me go to the back and look this shit up because I definitely thought it was a grape. And that, while I'm Wikipedia, I'm like, so what happens if I'm right? Do I like go back there and like drop all the wine and be like, by the way, Keanu's a fucking grape, you Swedish fuck. Fuck you. Like, no, nah, I can't say that. But you yeah. got to find some way to let him know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, long story short, I was wrong, so it didn't matter. <laughs> but but the point of the point of it was what you said. There, You know how many times a day somebody says something to me that I know isn't right? Mm-hmm. I know it isn't right. Look, honestly, as long as, as long as the outcome of this situation winds up being me satisfied with whatever the fuck happens... I don't care what you think about also, the situation. Also, like, also, you don't have to like, you don't have to like punch down on someone mm-hmm. for not knowing something. You could also ed- like educate them. You could, you could be like, uh, you know, you could be a dick and be like, no, you're wrong. Or you could be like, mm-hmm. oh, actually, I think isn't Chianti like? I think it's like from like a certain yeah. region of France. I don't. Yeah. It might not be technically a grape, but it's similar. There's just no regard for that, and it could have been just been this one guy, and I feel bad for. He could have been like upset. He could have been like, well, I don't even know who any of these guys are. Like, yeah, I just wound <laughs> up. We got off this tour bus, and now I'm eating dinner with all these guys. And you know, you also got to attribute a certain amount of it to a language barrier. Nobody's as funny in their second language as their first language. You know, nobody's as like. Uh, it doesn't sound like he was trying to be funny, though. I don't know. I didn't mean. I, I guess that was a bad way of putting it. What I mean is, nobody's as good as conveying them conveying what they mean in their second like like there's certain ways you communicate in english because we're familiar with the language that like if we were fluent in another language but not quite as fluent it's like 
It's it's like the difference between texting somebody and talking to them face to face. Like yeah. it's just certain things that get lost in translation because you haven't quite learned the appropriate way to say it. Certain things sound weird, and I'm not. I, I should be giving this guy a benefit of doubt, but I'm not because I don't think that was the case in this situation. But I think I think that's always a, a possibility to exist in other situations. I think this guy was just I don't know what his fucking problem was. I don't know what his fucking dick. problem was. And it's just like ask other questions, like so like is this like have you guys been here to America before? Is like your first time? And like which, and they just like responded Pretty like safe question. Yeah, like what's wrong with that? Yeah. There's what like if I were in Sweden and I'm clearly not from Sweden and somebody's like so if you, this is your first time here, well, I'm offended. <laughs> I'm offended that you asked me if this is my first time in Sweden. We come here several times a year for business meetings. This is not our <laughs> first time. Trust me. Okay, you think dude. I'd come to the melting pot on my <laughs> first time to America. <laughs> like, all right, dude. Like, I, I'm sorry, man. It's I mean, you still got a fucking accent. You obviously haven't been here that fucking long. Like, damn, <laughs> give me a break. Give me a break. Like, you know, it's just certain shit. Yeah. And I, I'm tired of always giving people the fucking benefit of the doubt. Like, no, you're not just European. You're a fucking dick. That's what you are. The Asian you're guys were cool. You're being a dick. You're being a dick. But the Asian guys were cool. The Asian guys, um, I, I, I basically just, to them, they were probably thinking, like, this guy just called me a random Japanese. This guy just called me, like, a random Asian country. He has no clue yeah. what he's talking about. Like, you know, I get it. But, but also, that Swedish guy was a dick to him, so I will tip him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they did tip me. And and that's... that's they a calculated exactly. <laughs> perfectly. <laughs> perfectly. <laughs> our, check, our checks actually do come out with... Uh, with suggested gratuity on the bottom, <laughs> and they like they're like, oh no, this wrong. <laughs> yeah, they like cross, they, like, cross it, it out. out redo like, them. <laughs> Actually, it's two dollar forty nine point nine c seventy. That's the other thing that's weird, and that's another thing you have to do if you actually care about your income that you wouldn't normally do on any other thing. But look, the fact of the matter is, people coming from other countries, they they might not know that tipping's a thing. Yeah, they might not know true. it. On che- when I worked at the Cheesecake Factory downtown in Baltimore in the harbor, we would they had like these stickers on the inside of the menus that would say in twelve different languages the words in the United States it is customary to tip between fifteen to twenty percent for for good service or I forgot what the last words were but in like it said it in like Spanish Chinese like six different it was like crazy it was yeah. like every language and I'm sitting there thinking like. That'd be dope to have on ours, you know? Because the most I'll do is I'll just, like, write the words thank you. There are some people that, are like, circle the suggested gratuity, which I think is tacky. Yeah, it's a little rude. Not going to fucking circle. It's I, like, I, um, in case you forgot. Yeah. It's like, dude, I've yeah. been to a restaurant Because before. you don't want to offend people. And, yeah. and that's something that, like, I actually, like, if I go to a restaurant, there's been a couple times where I've, uh, the way a waiter has approached it legitimately like was offensive and if i were the type of person to be offended i would have been but like i could see that it was like because when you're working when you are someone who works in the industry you're looking at it from a different perspective like i i get what you're doing when you're like weeded and stuff like that like i get what's going on and therefore i see it from that angle and at the same time when you're being a dick and like you're clearly like whatever i can see that too yeah 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 and so like i had a waiter come out to me and uh, be like literally be. He was like, I think I was down in New Orleans, and he was like, "All right, listen, guys. Uh, see that number down there? That's twenty percent. That's what I shoot for. So if y'all just want to go ahead and write that number right on that line, that'll be excellent." And I was sitting there going, "Like, dude, 
I'm, I'm, I was already going to, first of all. And second of all, there's so many other ways you could have, like, dealt with this other than they just it's just like one of those things where it's like oh, what the fuck like get you know have some sort of professionality i don't want to feel like i'm being like i don't want to feel like my waiter is the the homeless guy on the side of the street asking me for change yeah you know i don't want to i don't want to get put in the charity position you know i want to i want to give you what you deserve for your work which is 20 or more percent but it's just like it's just like i had when we were in new york we had this waiter right on the check uh Standard tip is 15 to like literally s- standard tip is 15 to 20 percent exclamation point blah, blah 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 and I was just like in pen and I was just like okay okay I got gotcha. you it's yeah. just like you know yeah people uh just think everyone's stupid well people it's not, just, like I don't know it's not even that it's like it, it's this kind of thing of entitlement I think when people get so immersed in what they do is so important that it's no longer a uh they don't even consider it like a nice thing for people to tip them twenty mm-hmm. percent. They consider it like how could you not Yeah, like you're a fucking asshole if you don't. And I'm not gonna say and I, I think the same way. When I'm at work and I get less than twenty percent tip, I'm legitimately disappointed. And I want everyone who's listening to this to know that when you tip your server less than twenty percent, they are not happy. Mm-hmm. They're not happy. I don't. If you don't care about that, that's on you. That's your decision. I'm just letting you know. If you thought they were, they aren't. But I don't go about it in a way where it's like, it's just like it's just like a respect thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't feel like I necessarily. I don't feel like I don't know. It's like this weird in between. It's like I don't. I you definitely owe it to me. But I don't feel like you like. There are servers who be like, never ever get mad at anything because servers can never do anything wrong. It's kind of like the same thing people say about teachers. Shit like, teachers are the best ever and they get deserved to pay at least 200K because it's the most noble, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, all right, dude, all right, pump the fucking brakes a little bit. All right, pump it a little bit. Let's, let's, let's calm down here. <laughs> all right. A lot of people that I know that are teachers, a lot of the people that we graduated with that are currently teachers, I think they're perfectly lucky to be getting 45k outright. Now, a lot of the teachers that taught me, who were the adults, I think uh, they were dope. Yeah, they were dope. But it's like the people that we graduated with, like Henry. And the thing is, I didn't think about it this way. And this is kind of a bumpy subject, but what I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Henry, Henry, when we were, and Henry's mom's a teacher. Mm-hmm. Oh, is Henry gonna be a teacher? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck, no. dude! Are you kidding me? Dude, I thought that's where you're going with it. No, you set that whole. That's thing why up this to is a like bumpy Henry's subject. A fucking teacher. No, no fucking like, way. Fuck? That bumpy. is a bumpy subject, dude. Yeah. Henry being a teacher, I can. What is the not... bumpy subject about this then? Because because it's just a, a, a it's gonna come off as crass to say this, but Henry was sitting there and he was. We were talking to our friends from like. Uh, Bahama Breeze who were servers they were talking about how much more teachers should get paid and Henry was there and Henry uh, and and the guy looks at Henry and he was like Henry your mom's a teacher don't you think that teachers should be getting paid more and he was like no no and they were like what what the fuck are you talking about like what and he was like dude think about the people that we went to high school with that are currently going to college and studying to become teachers 
Like they weren't like the genius. They weren't like the super smart kids. They weren't like the geniuses. They weren't like the the valedictorians. Like the blah 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 blah. They were just like the regular everyday. They they. It, 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 I was like sitting there thinking. About, I was like thinking about all the people that we went to high school with that are currently going to become teachers at this moment. And I'm like, yeah, I think 45k is fair. Like, I, I, I'm. That's also like a good chunk of change. It is a good chunk of change. I why should. Here's the here's the thing that I have. I don't make forty. I don't even make close to forty five k a yeah, year. Yeah. I make may. I don't even know how much I make. Definitely, maybe maybe thirty. Maybe thirty on a very good year, yeah. depending on how many gigs and and shifts I work or anything like that. Why should I feel uncomfortable about saying that someone who's making one hundred and fifty percent of my income should be grateful for their income? I'm making. Yeah. 60% it, yeah. of what you're making and I'm perfectly feeling like I I I I deserve this. I I am not saying I I'm not saying the world owes me more just because I'm such a great well look at my job. My job's so important. Oh, it's just one of those things, dude. I'm sorry. Henry took me into that and ever since then That's true. That's it's I'm pretty sorry. true. It is true. It is true. <laughs> it's pretty true. It is true. And that's the thing and that's the thing that I was like really getting my goat about it was the job of you and I went to public school mm-hmm. understand the system understand what the teaching job requires and that will tell you why the pay scale exists the way it does because at the end of the day you could be the most good-hearted honest mind-expanding revolutionary teacher that anyone could ever ask for but you're being asked to fill a position where your job is to basically be a 180-day proctor for a curriculum mm-hmm. and make sure at the end of the year or at the end of every three months, they are ready to stack up to the standardized assessments that delegate whether or not they're able to move to the next grade. Your job, it's like it's really the same thing as like going to McDonald's and being like a, a PhD in astrophysics. And demanding that your job flipping burgers owes you at least $25 an hour. Because I'm an astrophysicist. Like, look at how good I am at all these things. How could you possibly pay me $7.25 an hour? Because all we need you to do is flip burgers. That's your job. Mm-hmm. You need to change the system. Why? And I understand both arguments. Because on one side, you're saying, well, how do you expect teachers to do a better job if you're not going to pay them more? And the other, on the other side of it, you're thinking, well, if the job that we're asking to be fulfilled only requires this much and we can achieve that paying that much, why would we pay more? So it comes down to, it comes down to you have to make the job of a teacher, you have to change the job itself. You have to change the system itself. You have to make the educational system value more the other things that we don't value at all and cut out all that standardized shit like that and then you'll start to notice that only certain people will be able to fulfill those slots and once less people are able to fill those slots the job becomes in a higher demand which raises the the wage Mm -hmm. and it's that simple i wish people i wish that was like a known thing sometimes (laughs) i wish that was like a thing that people understood yeah it's it's like that's not a theory it's just how it works it's just how it works. You can shape your world theory around that, and if it winds up being different than mine based off of that fact, then we can talk about that later, but it's like 
No, that's how it works. Every person in the world making what they're making is making it because that's technically all they need to be making it or else they wouldn't have that job. Mm-hmm. If there are people willing to work at McDonald's for seven twenty-five an hour, then seven twenty-five an hour is what you get paid. Mm-hmm. Because if you're owning a business, why would I pay you more? If you're going to do it for this, why would I pay you that? Yeah. Once you stand up and say, you know what, I'm not going to do it for this. And then McDonald's says, well, either we just don't have people working here or we pay them more. That's when you exercise your leverage. But then you come across the whole thing we've talked about before too, which is automation and technology. Yeah, And also like just a lot of people can't afford to say, you know, fuck it. Like, Let's all go on strike. There's going to be a couple people who are like, no, I need my fucking paycheck. And that's why they established unions. Mm -hmm. And unions are a big thing. Um, The kind of problem with unions is they become politicized and corrupt just like any other organization. But the original concept behind it was because, and that's the other thing, and, and the guy I was talking to about it before actually did bring up a good point when he said, because it's something that I've thought about too, which is what makes it a good point if you're in a Facebook debate. But he said, he said, it's a taboo thing to talk about how much you make. And it is. It's true. And yeah. I've always wondered that. I've always wondered, why is it so risque or considered such a faux pas for us to talk about how much we make? Like, because the company doesn't want the employees to know what each other makes and know who's getting screwed out of what. But I'm not even talking about on like the business side. Of it. I'm talking about like just an everyday conversation. Like it's just if you're chilling with people, that's just not something that you. It's considered taboo mm-hmm. to to talk or about how much you make or ask somebody else how much they make. It's like on the. It's I would consider it even more aggressive than asking asking a woman how old she is. That's just something you don't do. But like this one is like, why did it get that way? I think probably a lot of it is because people literally value themselves as a person based off of their income. Keeping up with appearances. So it's like you can like, like show yourself as something else and like be making $12,000 a year and still look like a dude who's making 30 or whatever, mm-hmm. you know what i mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's all about like, you know, it's about self-image and how your image is portrayed to other people and how you think other people think about you and i don't know. And that it's kind of it's kind of a sad thing because it does show. Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like, well, if i tell him i only make $20,000 a year, then he's going to know that i'm only worth $20,000. Yeah. Which is like, if that's how you value shit in your life, then of course you're going to be very uh, protective of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it sucks because the way I'm thinking about it, it's like, yeah, dude, like, I make $30,000 a year. Like, it's not a lot. It's better than nothing. For real. And, like, I'm, if I ever get to the point where I'm making a million dollars, I'll tell you that too. Promise. If I ever get to the point where I'm making two million, I'll tell you that too. I would have told you when I was making ten. I'll tell you when I'm making a hundred. Like, like it just doesn't, because it doesn't change who I am. It doesn't make me any different. But, but they did that. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it really wasn't that good of a point because I guess they were trying to say that that was the reason why people's wages weren't getting higher was just because nobody actually knew how much someone else was making. Like, there's no way that's the way it is. Like, when, when push comes to shove, you think you're getting shorted. People get together, find out how much other people are making and make stink about it, which is why we have the stink right now. Yeah. 
So there's no way that that was a valid uh, thing. But made me think, so that's always good. Yeah, but I mean, and it's it's like, you know, it's it's like a weird, um, it's like a, fuck, I forget the word. It's like a... Conundrum. No, nah, not conundrum. It's like reverse psychology. It's like, it's, you tell people like the opposite and then they'll do it or whatever. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, it's a, or not that. <laughs> I guess it's not reverse psychology because people didn't tell each other their ways. <laughs> it's psychology. They just it's told the people not to do it. <laughs> it's the reverse of reverse psychology. It's just psychology. Yeah. People listened. They were like, that's science. Makes sense. This is a sheriff's knife. Yeah, I mean, but I don't know. There's no way police carry. I don't knives. think it was. I don't think it was a sheriff's knife. Yeah, I think definitely. It's just like, because I looked it up to see if it was like worth any money or something. Like, I didn't know if it was like legit a sheriff's knife. Do um, police carry knives? They gotta, dude. Dude, I feel like they Even just carry the batons. Like a utility knife or something. <sighs> but um, there's no way they're, dude. If police had knives, that would make shit way more scary. That's like my know. biggest fear. But why would they stabbed. use a knife if like they have a, they gun. Have a gun? True. Or a baton or something. It's kind of true. Like, what the fuck are you going to use a knife? <laughs> to fucking cut rope or something. Like, I was told. Use it yeah, for, true. Like, you know, <laughs> practical shit. Um, they do have the nightstick, which I don't even know. Like, does the nightstick, does that work? I and mean, it definitely works. I've never been hit with one, but I imagine it fucking hurts. Yeah, I don't know. Jesus. I don't know. I just can't imagine, like, that's like some medieval shit. Like, the fucking police have knives, like, swords. <laughs> like, holy shit, you can get stabbed by a cop? That's terrifying. It's a little scary, yeah. That's terrifying. A little bit. Getting stabbed might be, no, no shot. Getting stabbed is definitely pretty scary. A shot, a shot because it goes in and out, you know what I mean? And, like, the heat from the bullet usually cauterizes the wounds. I'm not scared to get <laughs> shot anywhere else than my face true that's like the well, only I mean, place that i'm know. really like I'm getting shot in the I'm dick would suck scared to get shot um yeah me too i mean i definitely <laughs> definitely would prefer not to be shot yeah but uh if i had to if i just like got shot through the shoulder or something anywhere that 50 cent got shot <laughs> I, i'd be willing to get shot because that dude is still alive <laughs> nowhere that tupac was shot just cancel yeah, those pots off. <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i mean yeah the shoulder that's I'll take a shoulder shot. I'll take a shoulder shot. Maybe like maybe like the shin. That would suck though. I feel like that would break my whole leg in half. But the shin, like, can you can it's you shatter, yeah. Yeah, that would suck. That would yeah. suck. Maybe I don't know. There's like a lot of like closet, like sneak big time veins running around that you don't even know about. Oh, for sure. Like, and also even just getting shot through like a fucking organ or something, you know? Yeah. If you got shot through your fucking like lung or something. If you got shot through uh your stomach or whatever. Bleeding out has got to be one of the most terrible fucking things to witness yourself doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're just like, fuck. Like, all this blood was supposed to be inside of me. <laughs> you're just watching like, yourself die. <laughs> like, you're literally seeing how much you're dying at any given moment. Like, the whole time you're just like, I am that much closer to being dead. Like, yeah. fuck. Yo. Yeah. That, no, man, that sucks. Yeah, man. It's unfortunate, but, you know, it happens. It does happen. Th- that die. Getting in a knife fight. 
That'd be is scary as shit. Sc- oh my god. I'm gonna get another knife out so then we both have knives. <laughs> yeah, like the fact that people had to go to war like that back in the day. Like spears and fucking like this shit out. Seriously, like you had to line up like two fucking like football teams and just charge each other. Yo, you're good at that, dude. I would not want to knife fight. This is a practice, you. so it's not sharp. But you can sure this is like all metal though. Can so you cut yourself doing those tricks with a regular one? Uh, yeah, definitely. Cause some tricks you start with the blade side in. Usually try to start with the like hilt. So like if it closes, doesn't hit you. Yeah. But if you're doing tricks sometimes like this, it's like yanks you. And you just basically close the fucking blade onto your knuckles, oh. and like it could fuck you up. And but that's that's considered a butterfly knife. Yeah, this is a butterfly knife. I'm gonna put this knife away before I stab myself, <laughs> dude. That is a legitimate concern of mine. Yeah, dude. When I was um, I was cutting something with that earlier, and I was like using my thumb to press the blade in through the the bottle or whatever. And like, I'm glad it's not sharp because I was literally just like pressing my thumb on the blade <laughs> and i was like oh man why isn't this cutting and why does my thumb hurt <laughs> but it didn't break skin luckily i got really callousy thumbs though too so that helps yeah i got some callousy fingers dude but i don't know about my thumbs i just you know i've been putting in work on my hands man <laughs> doing fucking just like i've been lifting shit up i've been moving it around <laughs> tightening and loosening things i've just been doing a lot of manual labor that's true. That's true. And that'll definitely do it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. My hands are like... They've been better. My hands are getting beat up, dude. I got a fucking like cut on top of my hand today. Look at that shit. It's like fucking <sighs> red. Dude, I hate getting a cut. It sucks. I hate having like a scrape or a cut. It's like... I hate getting like the skin torn and you just have like a little Ugh. flap of skin. It's just like such a weird thing to just have a cut. Like some like it's so it's so far and few between between the more you like go through life. Yeah. I remember having a cut Dude, like every just, day. Like, scraping your knees yeah, you like just every your other knee. week as a kid. Just being hurt was like a thing. Like you fucking fall, I got a fucking bruise, like all kinds of shit. And now it's like so far <laughs> and few between where I'll just have a fucking just like a cut. Yeah. Or like a scrape. Or something. Or like a scab. A scab. I don't even know how to react Dude, to a scab anymore. I haven't had a scab in a minute. Because even like cuts like... I usually get like cuts like this. I never get much more than that. Unless like I really like accidentally fuck myself up. But like I haven't had a scab in like a year probably. Scabs, <laughs> scabs are amazing when you think about it. The fact that our body just fucking fixes itself is incredible to me. Yeah. Like, I really feel like we, I mean, sometimes I think about them like, how come we can regenerate skin, but we can't just regrow an arm? Mm-hmm. Like, why can't I just regrow an arm? I feel like that's like the ultimate fuck. Like, imagine if we could just, imagine if like we lost an arm, that if we just held out long enough, another one would just grow back. Yeah. Slowly but well, surely. I, mean, I think like science is getting to the point now with stem cells where they might be able to do something like that. That's, that's accurate. I mean, that's true. Yeah. That's just incredible, though. Mm-hmm. That's just fucking incredible. Well, because I think like the thing is like, because it's like a, it's like pre whatever, like a cell is like sent this like when you're born or whatever, the cells are sent signals to be like, all right, this is gonna be brain tissue, this is gonna be arm muscle, this is gonna be whatever, this is gonna be da 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 da, da. and like they can now harvest the stem cells from either like 
you know, abortions or like, I think they can even scrape it out of the fucking like umbilical cord sometimes. But like, yeah, they'll literally just like get these like blank slate cells and then mm-hmm. tell them to be like a liver, mm-hmm. and then yeah. you'll get like a liver pl- transplant. But I mean, it's not far off like an arm. Like that's not far off at all. If they can make a complex thing like a liver, a thing that's like literally like a fucking like ticking thing in your body. Yeah. I guess it comes down to maybe like the nerves and the muscle tissue or something and or maybe even the bone. I, I think know. yeah, I think it's the correlation of all of them and you have to like connect it with your with your central nervous shit, system yeah. again. Like you have to like you I don't know how to control my liver. It just fucking does what it does. Like I'm not yeah. sitting here thinking like, "All right, I better fucking rotate it or whatever the fuck, I don't know what <laughs> yeah. fuck it does." <laughs> fucking yeah. make it do something. Fucking flip it every half Yeah, year. yeah, it just fucking <laughs> Did you flip your liver this year? Oh shit. That was my resolution. My fuck. mom found porn under my liver last year. <laughs> no you just fucking it just fucking does what it does i feel like once you have to connect it to like your fucking conscious like i want to move this way it's like that that's probably would take a while i would honestly say dude and this is the weird thing the way technology is going right now i would i would guess that before we get to that point that we've talked about before we're like robots just control us because we've created something better than ourselves and then it like rules over us or whatever i don't fucking know imagine if someone like totally didn't hear that <laughs> and like there's like what <laughs> that's not- <laughs> like, when did they talk about that <laughs> that's probably most podcast. people that's probably most people we're just saying shit <laughs> and they're like dude we've never we know what what are you talking about no, no that's a thing that enough people probably talk about so probably, that's a thing and yeah. it's a real thing like when For you think sure. about it but i would say that our our we're probably sooner approaching a time well with the medical advances and the technological advances we're making lately in another hundred years maybe 200 years i don't even maybe even not that long i feel like it's be possible to have regular people just living for possibly even like hundreds of years like yeah. i mean if we can if we can figure out how to create new this create new that like basically synthesize an entire organism we can just kind of like a car just keep putting a new engine here replace the tires every year but it's still the same car and you're just going that's going to be but then it's like well you can't have that cuz you can't just have every fucking person living forever. So what do you do at that point? You just make it illegal for people to uh keep themselves alive after a certain point? Yeah, well there's that old um I think it was Twilight Zone. It was like uh they restricted you had to be on like a waiting list to have a kid because they <sighs> maxed out the earth's population. And because, like, people are just living forever. So, like, it was a thing where, all right, once you wanted to die, like, call this number and you'll be put out of your misery or whatever. And then one free slot on the earth will open up and then, then, like, the next person can have a kid. And then it was just, like, a whole crazy thing. And then the story was you followed, like, this grandfather. Well, just a father at this point. His son and his wife was trying to have a kid. And he was going to die so then they could have a kid. And it was like the whole story about like him facing death and accepting it. And, you know, that's it. It's crazy because when you really think about it, that's we're going to come to that point. Oh, yeah. We're going to be at a point unless some unpredictable natural disaster happens that wipes out 
the entire species and all of our technology and everything we've done. We're going to get to a point where we can do what we just talked about. Maybe not make people immortal, but make people live for hundreds of years. Just being able to sustain one life through medical advancement. I mean, think about how much a life expectancy has gone up just in the past century. You know, and think about how much further that's going to go into the next century. Yeah. It's just going to be at that point. And when you get to that point, how does the world deal with that? With the, when you're faced with the reality, it's like no, like no longer is it as simple as like you're born and then you just live out your life. There's rules. There's rules now. You're born and you get X amount of time on the planet. Or you know, I don't even know how they're going to do it, but you're going to have to do it. Yeah. That's going to be fucking insane. That's going to, I mean, it's going to have to happen unless we just make the robots pick it, which would be, that's probably what would be happening. This sounds insane for people. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just uh, like, okay, maybe not the, ro- I feel like when you say robots, it just sounds so fucking kooky. You know, like it just sounds kooky. Like robots are going to control us. You know, <laughs> it just sounds like you're, fu- it automatically makes anything you're about to say yeah, not valid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just, I'm not, this does, no. But, okay, let's not call them robots. Let's just call it, some people prefer artificial intelligence, which still Called sounds, aliens. You know, <laughs> some people just call it, just, <coughs> I like the, bless you, I like the word technology, but even that sounds kind of old school. I don't know. Just what's happening right now? What's happening right now, technology improves and expands at an exponential level, which means in the in the time, in the advancements we've made from 1900 to 2000, we'll be able to achieve, instead of 100 years, like 25 years. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It's just it's just a real fucking thing. And, and honestly, I don't, I'm not even sure how far off it would be. Like, how many more generations do you think until it gets to that point where we're so technologically advanced that you had to start doing that stuff? And think about how the different countries will handle it. There'll be some countries who will do this, some countries who don't give a fuck. Yeah. Maybe there won't even be countries at that point, like the fucking Georgia Guidestones we're talking about. Maybe we're just going to be one fucking nation speaking one language. All the shit they say, we're going to... Now, I I guess I get what they were talking about when they said... um, uh, enforce like re or like promote responsible reproduction and something else like for like model it for diversity so they'd be like controlling controlling reproduction i don't think that was like somebody's vision for what they want i think it was their vision for what they think is going to happen yeah and also it was like an art project i think <laughs> yeah so it was probably done i mean but at the same time like there were some things on there that sounded dope. There was other uh, yeah. things that didn't sound dope at all. And I don't know. I don't I'm sitting there thinking like there's no way you wanted all 10 of these things. Like you really want them to regulate shit and like control who you reproduce with and stuff like that. Can yeah, you imagine that? Nutty. Selected mates and shit? What? Nutty as fuck. Yeah, dude. I wouldn't want it. Sorry, Georgia. I'm sticking on the Florida part of that, Georgia. <laughs> Florida, Georgia. <laughs> Dude, they, I think they had a song come out with the Bastard Boys. I didn't get a chance to listen to it, but I heard it on the car, and I was like, what the fuck? Florida, Georgia, lines back, all right. <laughs> There's just no way that song could be good. Yeah. There's no way that song could be good. What, um... What have his boys been up to? I haven't seen FGL? his boys in a minute. Country's kind of fallen off. 
countries like they have haven't they yeah i i mean i love country i i think i think 2011 no maybe 2012 yeah 2011 to 2014 country was the best country like that was like it's and i think country is one of those genres that comes back every 10 years because mid 90s country was real big too like late 90s country yeah. was a big thing and I feel like it just comes like every 10 years. I think we're going to come around for another country banger time. Maybe 2021. We'll start seeing country pop up. 2021, really? Maybe. That far away? If it if it goes the way it has, you need long enough time to forget about the old style and invent a new one. I think, um, I think grunge is about to come back probably. You think so? Yeah, I think so. It's due. It's due. And also, everyone's already dressing in fucking flannel and shit already. That's true. But at the same time, I feel like nobody nobody really fucks with the guitar like they used to. But at the same time, maybe they do. They just don't know it yet. Maybe, maybe they, they got... do, but they just won't have it yet. Maybe they don't have the money to buy Like, why did the Migos wear guitars in their video? Did you see not? that video? Why not, man? Exactly. They weren't even playing them. But, like, why did they decide to do it? And why is Lil Uzi Vert going, I'm a rock star? Well, I think um, it's funny because I think one of the last songs he put out on Spotify, or on SoundCloud was categorized as alternative rock. Really? But also, and I, I think it's a thing of just... Um, I think there's not there's gonna be like just no genres in the future because everyone just draws inspiration from every genre now. Yeah, like it's it's not a thing of being one thing anymore. Everything is kind of just everything now. Yeah, and it didn't always used to be that way. And that's the first time I thought about it like that. You're right because I always assumed that people were as connected to other genres. But why why would I assume that? This is yeah. This is uh, kind of a cool time. So I guess I guess I think it's kind of like an oscillation. Like, uh, like vibrations call it. Yeah. But like we just go, we pull far enough this way and then there's a, every, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. We pull this much this way and then we're just pulled that far in the other way. Hmm. And so it's like we, we, right now we're on this kind of spike where like, and it happens every 10 years. Think about, think about the eighties. When you think about the times that are just like really into what they can do with their technology, like 80s, like they just discovered the fucking synth and they were just rocking out the synth all the fucking time. And then that went out of style. And what happened in the late 80s, early 90s, grunge popped up. And what was grunge's whole gig? Completely stripped down, completely minimalist recording. Sometimes they didn't even, sometimes they didn't even record professionally. And the, the fucking more crummy and scummy it was, the more people fucked with it. And that was, that was a direct response to uh, the kind of like glamorization and kind of like dumbing down of rock in the 80s. And there was times like Kurt Cobain would actually be talking about like Axl Rose and Guns N' Roses and stuff like that, I guess like in a certain type of way. But I guess that was the last time it happened, dude. I wonder if that's what I'm saying. I wonder if it could happen again. I wonder if we could go that far back the other way, you know, because that's a big way, dude. I feel like that's why the apartment complex complained. (laughs) <laughs> they weren't ready for <laughs> they were like dude grunge is never coming back <laughs> also you're late on rent <laughs> very grunge very grunge of you to do that. 
<laughs> Definitely coming back for you. I see. <laughs> Shit. What do you think was the song that tipped them just over the edge? What do you think, like, the song was that just, like, made them be like, all right, dude, this is fucking enough. I can't listen to this dude play. <laughs> oh, you mean like the last grunge you... song ever written? No, I'm saying the song that you played on your balcony. What was? <laughs> what do you think pissed off that person enough to make a complaint about it? I think I just wasn't playing very well. Remember when I said earlier when I was said I was sounding dope? Yeah, that was kind of an exaggeration. <laughs> like I, I just discovered the loop function on my like guitar pedal. Yeah. So I've just been like practicing it and like I would say a solid 90% of that was just me fucking up and like shit coming out too loud and like or in like reverse or like slow motion. <laughs> and it's just like all this like shitty guitar riffs and like it just sucked. It was not very good. And actually, I apologize. <laughs> I actually apologize to the community of Towson Woods. That was that was wrong of me. I should have turned it the fuck down. <laughs> or like step the fuck up. Like either one. You can't suck envy loud. <laughs> Ooh, take a swig. Absolutely. You gotta. Hell yeah. Dude, I think uh I think this is a good good solo cast. Yeah, dude, that was solid. A little Hot little ketchup. Much needed, I would say. Much needed, man. Guys, fucking check us out everywhere at LFTS Podcast. We're on fucking iTunes. We're on Laughable. Check out fucking Laughable, guys. That's a fucking dope podcasting app available on iPhones right now. Uh, Android coming very soon, possibly in the summer. Um, Laughable, basically, uh, whatever podcast you listen to. See what guests are on them, and then follow those guests and see what other podcasts they do. So let's say you like, you like, uh, <laughs> fucking Nate Bargatze, and you yeah. heard him on whatever podcast, and you're like, oh man, what happened to him? I wonder what other podcast he's doing. I hope he tells us what happened. <laughs> and you can do that all with Laughable. You type it in, and it'll pull up every podcast he's been on. And you can find what was the guy's name? Nate Bergazzi. Nate Bergazzi. He's very funny. Very funny. Yeah, guy. you can find him. Wow, guys. Guys, it's been a good week. Um, uh, I don't really have anything. I've, I have a show at Union Brewery this Friday, but other than that, uh, I don't know. I don't feel like looking at my calendar right now. So, Jimmy, you got anything going? Uh, catch me at Bordy Vineyards tomorrow, six to nine. I'll be, uh, practicing my acoustic set for the first time on stage at your private event so actually yeah come to think of it it's a private event don't don't check me out there i'll tell you about it i'll tell you about how it went <laughs> all right guys until next week peace and